Welcome to another edition of the Go Knows Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not an insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me. In my opinion, other information comes from the internet. Uh, I'm just noticing a trend. The first BCS national championship had Florida State in it. The last BCS national championship had Florida State in it. The first playoff had Florida State in it. Will the last playoff have Florida State in it? Just 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 food for thought right there. Um you know I you know I've been thinking long and hard about Florida State and where we could end up, what we could be. It's it's I mean it's just I can't even describe the feeling what it means to be back in this position just from a fan perspective. Right? Um I thought we would never get back here. Top five in contention, nationally respected. You know, I just, you go back through the late Jimbo days, the Willie Taggart days, even the early Mike Norvell days, and you just said, it's it's just not going to happen. Yet here we are. And Mike Norvell is the guy. He he got the talent. But I think we all knew that Florida State could get the talent back. We just needed a a, um, a galvanizing type coach. And I'm just going to be honest. I didn't think Mike Norvell was that guy. You know, I'm, I know I'm going to stick to what I said originally. I'm not going to change up. I mean, of course, he's the guy now, but I didn't think he was going to be that guy. Um, and he proved me wrong. And like I said, it's, it's, I'll be happy to swallow that bitter pill if it means that we end up competing for a national championship. Um, it's a long road to go. Can't look past Boston College. Um, you don't want to get caught slipping. Um, I like the focus for the Southern Miss game. We got to bring that same focus for the Boston College game. And then, I, you know, I know the Clemson game, everybody's antenna is going to be up. Um, which is a noon kickoff, by the way. which is crazy. Um, They're putting Texas and Baylor as the Saturday night game, which is insane to me. Didn't didn't Baylor lose to... I forgot who they lost to, but I know they got one loss. 
So this just I don't understand how Texas jumps into the primetime spot with that game. Even over Colorado, Oregon, you could potentially have a Colorado, Oregon undefeated game. And as much as, you know, you know, Dion's been in in primetime, no pun intended, I would at least thought the Oregon Colorado game would have got strong consideration for the Saturday night game. But Hey man, that's why that's why I'm doing podcasts and they're doing the network thing. So it is what it is. No pun intended. Um But I just feel like a um man. You know, Florida State if we could just get Jordan Travis to quit doing crazy stuff in games. When there's no play to be made, just throw it out of bounds, bro. Like that kind of stuff, that kind of stuff, the 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 um backyard football, the sandlot football, that's going to get us beat. We just ain't played the right team that can take advantage um, of that uh, you know those miscues and those opportunities scrambling back 30 40 yards you you gotta just throw that out of bounds bro I, that's really the only thing I mean we do have some deficiencies on defense we do have some deficiencies on defense but I don't think any team, maybe Miami, because Miami really looked good against Texas A&M. And we'll just see what Miami does the rest of the season. But, you know, if their quarterback comes to play like he did against Texas A&M, they're going to be a tough team to beat. And we've seen this movie before where, where Miami gets out the gate really good and then they'll lose to Duke or some weird team, and then their season just falls apart. So, but I want Miami to be good. I want Florida to be good. I want them to be good until we play them. I want them to be undefeated until we play them. That's going to boost our rankings. So, um, you know, Miami's got a lot of talent. The way they the way they beat up on Texas A&M. I don't think they can beat us. I think it's going to be a close game. It's a rivalry game. I don't I don't see a blowout, but I don't I don't see them beating us. Um Florida, they've got Tennessee this weekend. I don't we'll see what they're all about. But just the way Utah pushed them up and down the field, I don't really see us having a problem with the Florida Gators either, but teams do improve as the season go on. So, again, a rivalry game, and it's at, it's in Gainesville, which is always a house of horrors for us. Um, so, you know, I think Florida State can do it. Um, another thing, it just kind of hurt me that Dion doesn't claim Florida State. Um, he's got his reasons. He's still my guy. 
I mean, I don't care. To me, he's still Florida State. I understand that he's still upset about not being seriously considered for the head coaching job. I'm I'm upset about that. I think, you know, it could have worked out beautifully for both sides. But, you know, the powers that be just said it couldn't happen. There's not really a lot of analysis that needs to go into this Boston College game. I just feel like we're the more talented team. We should dominate. And I think next week there's going to be more analysis on the Clemson game just from a history standpoint the last seven years, the emotional um, release that this fan base will have if we can beat Clemson. I think it's more mental than physical at this point. I don't think you look past Boston College because, you know, traditionally they have a big offensive line. They like to run the football, and then they'll have at least one wide receiver or running back or tight end or some skill position player that is a serious threat. <clears throat> so I don't I definitely don't think you can look past them, but I think in the end it's going to be like a 42-7 type game. I think again, this is a game where you come out and try to get the running game on track. Um if you're Jordan Travis, you're just trying to not make, you know, the bonehead play. Like, if a play is not there, quit running around trying to make a play. Just throw the ball out of bounds and go to the next down. It's plays like that that will get you beat. History says more often than not, when you try to do the superhero stuff, you're going to lose. You're going to turn the ball over. I mean, we've seen it so many times. You know, throwing the ball out of bounds is not a bad play. Punting on fourth down is not a bad play. Um, Again, the defense, as far as the secondary, the run defense is much improved. I mean, let's face it, last year, I mean, it was like Niagara Falls with the run defense. The the run defense has been, uh, you know, ten times better than last year. Um, still, defense needs improvement. Special teams have been better. Um, Fitzgerald has been kicking the ball better. and uh, But I would say we would still need to improve on some of our coverage teams. Um, hopefully, Akeem Dent is back. Or if he's out, he won't be out that long. Um but, you know, my focus is on Clemson. I'm just going to be honest. I'm looking past this game. I, I think we should blow these guys out. I don't think it should even be competitive. Um, you know, Clemson's, Clemson is the emotional game for me at this point. And I said before the season started, if we could get out of September 4-0, I think we got a serious shot. I don't think there's anybody on this schedule that can beat us. Everybody talking about Miami. Um, we'll see, man. They they looked at, they looked explosive against Texas A&M. I give them their their just due. 
they look explosive. And I know when we play them, it's going to be a close game, like always. And, um, you know, it's it's going to be in Tallahassee. And we'll have to see what happens. I think we'll win that game. I don't think I don't think it's gonna be a blowout, but I think it'll be like a twenty four seventeen type game, thirty one seventeen type game. I think we got just enough. I think we got a little bit more talent than Miami. Um. Yeah. So again, Boston College run the football, control passing game. Jordan Travis doesn't try to play out of, you know, out of himself, play within himself. And I think we win this thing going away. Um, Focus, then the focus becomes on Clemson. I think we can dominate them if we come out fully focused and ready to go. You know, I hate to look past Boston College, but I just think, we're the more talented team, and that that's it. I mean, we can focus on some other players. I, I need Johnny Wilson to start catching the ball. Uh, Jaheim Bell is a utility guy. I think when he gets to the league, he'll be a fullback. You know, I would love to see him in San Francisco. He's got great hands. He runs good routes. He's a good blocker. He'll be a fullback in the league. Um, I want to see more of Marquise than Douglas. That's who I want to see. Um, I think he got a lot of talent at the tight end position. Um, I think Marquise and Douglas is probably your best blocker. I would like to see him more on running plays. You know, Keon Coleman is 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 a um, you know emerging superstar. Um, again, I want to see some of the younger guys. I got to see Hakeem Williams. I like what I've seen. I think he's he's going to be a, you know, eventually he's going to be a superstar. I, I like what I've seen in him, man. He looks like a five-star recruit. Um, Rodney Hill is probably my favorite player on the roster now. I love his running style. Um, defensively, Patrick Payton is not there yet. Physically, and I thought this would be the off season where he emerges physically. Um, everybody's focusing on verse. He's getting a lot of the double teams. The linebackers have been solid, and the secondary is probably the weak point of the defense. So we need to shore that up. Um, even with that, um, Fentrell Cypress has played pretty well. They tried to go at him in the. Uh, um, LSU game, he he played pretty well. So um, hopefully Mike Norvell and staff can, you know, get this thing um, or keep this thing going in the right direction. Can we talk about Dion for a minute? Um, first of all, I'm very happy that he's had the success that he's had through the first two games. Um you know, anytime that, you know, a former Florida State guy can have success in football, I'm happy for him. 
I'm always going to root for the Florida State guy. Um, so it really doesn't bother me that he said that, you know, he graduated from an HBCU. He was just stating fact. He never claimed or didn't claim Florida State. I think he's still kind of upset about the fact that they didn't hire him for, for the head coaching job. And, I mean, thus far, you know, that decision to hire Mike Norvell has panned out. I think that there's still a lot of racism in the South as far as black head coaches, which, look, my honest opinion on it, if I apply for your job and you don't hire me for whatever reason, I really don't care. Like, um, either you want somebody that's going to come in and do an excellent job or you don't. So, or you just want somebody else to do it for whatever reason. Um, so, I mean, at the end of the day, he, he got a power five job. He's doing well. He flipped the roster. He's doing something that nobody else has done. And I think he's recreating the mold for, you know, turning schools around um, in one season thus far. I mean, we, we're only two games in. We can't predict what Colorado is going to be. Now, I know this, again, this is the Gold Nose podcast, but you got a Florida State guy leading the way. So I just felt compelled to uh, talk about it. Um, now, getting back to Florida State, um, it just, I mean, it just feels like we're destined to do something great this season. I don't know what it is. Beat Clemson, win the ACC, get to the playoff, win the national championship. I don't know what it is. But it just feels like we're going to do something special. And I hope it's all of the above. Um, you know, I just, being where we've been for the last several years, out of contention, laughing stock, worst offensive line in college football, you know, numerous, you know, you know, uh, you know, duck quarterbacks. I'm not going to say any names, but just, just a house of horrors, man. Just, and you know, if we can get back to getting some of the top guys in the country, as far as high school recruits goes, I mean, if we can get back to that level, I mean, I would just hope that the powers that be would do everything they can to try to keep Florida State in that position. Like, you know, when, when there's a lot of infighting, the program suffers. And I don't think I can go through another seven-year drought of, you know, sucking, for lack of a better word. I mean... But it doesn't it all all of this is for not if we don't beat Clemson. I, I don't really care about Florida or Miami at this point. Now when we get to those games, of course I'm gonna be hyped and want to win, but I want this Clemson streak to end so bad because their their fan base is very arrogant. I mean and they you know, it was very satisfying to watch Duke humble them. Because, I mean, you had a lot of Clemson fans talking about, 
we're going to run through the ACC and we're just going to be right back in the playoff. Boom, boom, boom. No problem. And Duke humbled you. And we Florida State plays Duke also. So that's not a team that we can just look past. You know, uh, Elko is going to have those boys playing hard. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if Duke is undefeated going into that game, the Florida State game. You know, one of the, one of the most unbelievable things of playing any sport, team sports, is when you have all the players believing. When you have all the players on the same page, when you have all the players not caring about stats, not caring about rewards, not caring about recognition, they only care about winning. When you have a team like that, is is very dangerous for the opponents. And that's why I want Florida State to be. Um sacrificing for the better betterment of your team is a team that can win a lot of things. You know. So I just, I don't know how I'm going to feel if Florida State wins at all. I can't even, I can't even put into words what that would mean to me to get, for this team to get back to the national championship and win it. You know, it would be very joyous and it would be also very frustrating because just think if all the, the, the power brokers within this program had got on the same page years ago. You know, like many, many, many episodes ago, I said, does Florida State want to play big boy football? And that's, you know, the last national championship we won, we won on the cheap. It, this this wasn't Alabama or LSU or Clemson or Ohio State. You know, we won that on the cheap. So now, you know that you gotta you gotta spend money to compete, to be relevant. And I think they're doing that. It looks like they're doing that. I mean, they're getting a lot of transfer portal guys. And let's face it, in today's college football, you know, if you're not putting up the money. It's going to be very hard to attract the transfer of portal guys. I mean, putting on that Florida State uniform and helmet and playing in Doak Campbell Stadium, that's only going to do so much. You know, your money got to be right nowadays. So it just feels like everything is trending in the right direction. And, you know, some people call the money thing, the NIL, cheating, the, the, uh, the, um, what do they call them, collectives. I, I don't have a problem with guys getting paid. I don't know why that's such a big thing. I, I really don't have a problem with it. I, I feel like these young men sacrifice their health for entertainment for us. Why shouldn't they get paid for it? Why, why do the coaches, 
the universities, the NCAA, why do they get to make all the money? The TV networks, and it's the it's the player, the young athlete, the young man athlete that's out there sacrificing his well-being for your entertainment. I, I just don't feel like that's fair. So I love that these guys are getting a slice of the pie now. And, you know, they're trying to, quote-unquote, put guardrails on it. I think that's dumb. I mean, whatever the market says they, they're going to pay you for your name, image, likeness, you should get that money. Period. So, um, I really feel like, <laughs> you know, and I, I don't like bringing up the racial stuff. I really don't. Cause I just think, you know, if you can, your, your work ethic is your resume. Your attitude is your resume, you know, and True indeed, there's racism in this country, and it's a lot of situations where racist people have control over what you can and can't do. But I don't think that in football, talent usually is going to win out. Very rarely, unless you're a mental case, the talent doesn't win out. So, um, I don't know, man. I just feel like it's a bunch of black kids getting money and a certain demographic, white people, not playing the race card, don't like it. If it was a bunch of white kids getting money, I don't think anybody would be saying anything about it. And again, I'm not racist, but I mean, I, I, I try to tell the truth on this podcast. I try not to sugarcoat stuff. Um. Again, white, black, green, yellow, orange. I'm, I'm, if you're a great football player and somebody's paying you or for a commercial name, image, likeness, I'm glad you're getting your money. I have no issues with that. No issues with that whatsoever. I just want Florida State to, to, to use that to get the best players possible. I don't have a problem with it at all. Um. So I just hope that we can continue trending towards our goals and hopefully be sitting in the driver's seat at the end of the season. I really hate new games. Um, it cuts into your sleep. Um, it, I'm hoping that this game is a blowout so I can actually go back to sleep. Um, <laughs> um I don't think Boston College is going to give us a problem. I, and I hate saying that because when every time I think that we end up struggling or losing. Um, but I think this is a different type, type of team than we've had in the last several years. So I really think they're going to go up there and handle business. Um, like I said before, I would like to see adjustments made sooner than halftime. Um, I would like to see Jordan Travis 
stop with the um, unforced errors that I think will cost us down the line in big games. Um, and I would like to see the secondary improve. I think in all areas, I think we're doing pretty good. Um, of course, there's room for improvement. But um, I have to put this Boston College game in the win column. I just don't see a way that we can lose this game if we go out and play our A game. Um, there's just no way we can lose. I mean, Boston College is slightly better than Southern Miss, slightly. Um, and we dominated them. So I just figure if we go out and run the ball, play good defense, protect the football, I mean, it should be like a 42-7 to type game. We shouldn't be struggling to beat these guys. So hopefully we go, we get to 3-0, then we can focus on stopping the Clemson curse. Um, so that concludes this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. And I really do appreciate the support. Um, and as always, go Knowles.